loud, rumbling engines, head-to-toe leather, tattoos, patches that can be intriguing, maybe even a little scary, reputations of drugs and other illegal activity, a dark and elusive history. It's all a bit intimidating. Motorcycle riders can make you curious. Are their clubs really like television depicts them? Today, meet one of the initial members of the Christian Riders Club. The patch he wears on his back sets him apart from the rest. They have a single purpose, sharing Christ. How God is working through bikers on this action and ministry. Inspiring you to be the hands. Empowering you to be the feet. Strengthening you to be the heart of Christ for others. Action. Action. Action in ministry. Hi, I'm Rachel Legute, and this is Action in Ministry. Today's guest is Corey White. He is a biker. He's got a loud Harley and black leather jacket and a patch that displays three crosses. And that pretty much explains the rest of who he is. He's an initial member of the Christian Writers Group, a pretty unique ministry. Well, Corey, I want to hear a little bit about how you got started riding a motorcycle. Has it always been a part of your life? Well, initially, I got started probably when I was five years old with a stepdad, Chopper Harley, for about a year and a half. I got out of motorcycles for a while, then I got back into it when I got into junior high and high school. And been doing it ever since. (laughs) As you were coming up, you weren't dreaming about your first car, you were dreaming about your first motorcycle? Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) TV show chips help. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start by addressing a bit of an elephant in the room. Bikers sometimes don't have the best reputation. And maybe if you've looked at some of these television shows on TV, you can see that they're centered around biker clubs. You might even see that they're a little bit scary and people on the television shows are also afraid of these biker clubs and, and groups that are coming down the road. We often don't know what to think about the leather-clad Harley riders. Why do you think bikers have gotten such a rough reputation? Honestly, TV and movies haven't helped the reputation. The original motorcycle clubs started back in the late 40s, early 50s with guys that were getting out of the military. They just wanted some kind of freedom and riding a motorcycle. And then Hollywood came out with this movie, portrayed the bikers as kind of these rough guys who were breaking along and everything. And then nowadays you got these TV shows where you got one club that here on the whole TV shows shooting people and committing all these terrible, heinous crimes. And most biker clubs are not like that. Very few bikers are ever actually like that. And, but the world sees that, and that's how everybody thinks we are. The assumption of how they all are. Christian Writers is definitely a group that has a different type of reputation. Can you tell us what it's all about? Well, the Christian writer, we're not exactly like a club. Most clubs work different than what we do. Most clubs, there are a group of individuals that are all together doing the same thing. The Christian writers got away from that. We're all individuals doing our own mm. thing. Just happened to wear a unique patch. We broke away from the traditional club is what we've done. So the Christian writers don't necessarily gather together, but they're united in a mission instead. Is that right? Well, tell us more about the mission of Christian Writers. Well, the mission of Christian Writers is pretty simple. It's actually just a great commission. Go out and make disciples of men and women and baptize them in the name of God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and spread the gospel. Hmm. Tell us how that's played out when you're out writing. 
Well, it kind of depends on where you're at and what we're doing. For me, I've I was uh, riding home from work and I saw a guy. He was stopped on the side of the road. His bike had broken down, and one of the things bikers always do or should always do is somebody in trouble, especially on a motorcycle, turn around, stop and help them. And I stopped to help him out and tried to get him running again. But while I was at it, I was talking to him about Christ and how he's changed my life and how he's helped me. And you know, I, I don't know if I got him to come to the Lord or not, but I definitely planted a seed. I gave him a little miniature Bible and let him go on his way once, once we got his bike running again. And and that's one of the great things about doing this is I can do things like that. Well, you might not gather together in a, as a group and go for a ride, but you do have something that identifies that you're a part of the same group. You wear a specific right. patch that makes your group stand out from the others. Can you tell us what it looks like and the significance of it? It says Christian Rider, Heaven and Earth, and the Ministry across the middle. And of course, I got a 13-inch one on the back. I'm easier to identify. The patch is big. Other biker groups, their patches are usually good size, and I can recognize them. Well, how do other people respond when they see the patch that you wear? Mostly pretty good. I haven't really had any seriously bad responses even from the so-called outlaw bikers Uh they respond really well they ask me about it and it gives me an opening to talk to them about the lord and reach them that way it really it really opens doors yeah amongst the biker groups like when there are different different affiliations do people pretty much just respect the other groups that they're around or is there any kind of animosity that that different groups have amongst them as well that can be a touchy situation (laughs) it kind of depends on the area you're at and the group you're talking about Mm -hmm. Uh, as far as the christian groups go most of us pretty much get along there's a group called the christian motorcycle association and there's the bikers for christ and there's several others Mm -hmm. and we all pretty much know we're working for the same yeah the same goal we all work together really well now if you get into the so-called outlaw bikers in there, you can get into a lot of animosity. Between different groups, yeah. Today, it's not nearly as bad as it once mm-hmm. was. Most most of those groups are trying to get away from that reputation, and they're wanting to get more accepted with the community. And so they're, they're really, most of them are really working towards mm-hmm. that. Well, your group has a mission, and you're doing outreach in a very different context what are some of the challenges that come along with doing ministry amongst bikers? Well, there are several challenges. One of them is the way that the Christian writer ministry actually operates. The fact that we're not a typical motorcycle ministry. Most of us are independent and don't belong to what we call a chapter or any specific group. We also don't have to go through all the steps to get a patch. Mm-hmm. A typical motorcycle club, to, you have to earn your patch. Yes, you start out by riding around with the guys, and then they accept you as far as being what they call a prospect. If you're a prospect, you get to do more with the group, mm-hmm. and they kind of test you. Yeah. And after a certain period of time, depending on the club, they vote whether you can even be a member mm-hmm. or not. If they vote you in to be a member, then they give you a patch, and then you get to sew that patch on your back. Have you ever ridden with a different club? I have, but I never rode with an outlaw. <laughs> Important. <laughs> I will. I will say that. Yeah. Well, I've got to admit that because I, I don't want anybody to think that I ever did. There are guys that do this that have, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong right. with that. They've come to the Lord and they they've changed their 
change their beliefs. But I did ride with uh, another motorcycle ministry. Do you intentionally minister to other bikers or is it kind of fair game out there? Well, for me, it's fair game. I've been known to embarrass my wife and daughter. (laughs) walking through Walmart doing some Christmas shopping and somebody asked for me to pray for him. I didn't know him. He wasn't a biker. He just happened to see my patch. And I held a prayer circle right there in the middle of Walmart. I don't care who they are or what their walk of life is. I'll, I'll talk to them. I'll pray with them. Some guys, they do. They go specifically for bikers and they don't do anything unless it's with a biker group or everybody needs the Lord. <laughs> Have you had any experiences where you've run into some of the gangs of outlaw bikers and had an experience there? A little bit. There's not too many around where I live, but there are a couple of what you call outlaw biker groups. They're small. I haven't had any bad experiences with them. They actually treated me very well. I treat them with the same respect that I would want to be treated. That's just kind of how we do it. Just start talking to them about their motorcycle or their patch or something like that and say, hey, and a lot of them are open to talking to you. All the thing they just ask is, don't touch the bike. <laughs> I know that they're doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing. They know, they know it too. Yeah. <laughs> I talk to them. I talk to them about the Lord. Sometimes they respond. Sometimes they yeah. don't. What have been some of the greatest rewards of doing this type of ministry? Oh, there's several, actually. Some of the best, I think it's just the way people respond to me, and I'm able to connect with people from so many different places i've gotten with this group to start using facebook and messenger Mm -hmm. and and i'm out there doing that quite a bit and i have people from several different countries sending me messages wanting to talk to me about different things their problems and talk about the lord and and just how things are going Mm -hmm. with them how great is that i can talk to a guy in australia (laughs) and talk to him about Christ. Yeah. Outside of doing this, I never would have had that chance. If I'm How has this ministry impacted you personally? Technically, I'm a mechanic mm-hmm. and I'm working in that field. And since I started doing this, it seems like I'm getting pulled away from that and going further into ministry and further into talking to people and, and doing that. And it's kind of become a goal to get into that eventually in some way, maybe even full-time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the Lord's going to work it, but it's definitely pulled me in that direction. Are there ways that you wish you had more support to do the ministry that you're doing? Oh, certainly. Yeah. It's not always easy to be by yourself when you're doing some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Even Paul had a partner. Yeah. And I, I do every once in a while get more support, but with the way this ministry works and the way I've, I feel like I've been called— it is kind of a lonely thing, and it's what the Lord's wanting me to do. And so, yeah, I could use some more support sometimes. Mostly it's just some prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to show an uplifting <laughs> comment or something like that, and I'm good. Do the members of the Christian Writers find ways to support one another and lift each other up? Do you find ways to meet or keep up with each other? Certainly. Uh, we actually have a Facebook group, Christian Writer Ministry Network. Mm-hmm. We let anybody in that's in, in a different motorcycle ministries. We don't care what group they're with, but it's geared towards the Christian rider ministry so we can connect and talk and share information and share our troubles and share our joys and just lift each other up. Yeah. What would you say to somebody who has this idea of the more dangerous side of the reputation of motorcycle clubs? How would you talk to them about being 
a voice of hope of doing outreach amongst the biker community? Well, first thing I would say is got to remember, no matter how big, bad, and <laughs> tough uh, a biker looks, and in the end, at the end of the day, he's still a human right. being, and he still needs the Lord, and he still needs that care and that grace mm-hmm. that is offered through Christ. If you remember that in the back of your mind, when, if especially if you're not within the biker community, most bikers they're not going to hurt anybody. Yeah. They don't want to hurt anybody. They're, they enjoy the motorcycle. They enjoy the wind in their face. They wear a, a common patch for their group because that particular group loves to be together and just have that brotherhood and joy of being together and riding together. And if people remember, that's what the clubs are really all about. The, most of the clubs are really all about. It's kind of a relaxing thing for them and they just realize I can talk to that person. Mm-hmm. Another thing to remember is most motorcycle clubs actually give more charity to the world than even some churches. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to say that, but there's the toy runs that so many biker groups do. And even the so-called 1% outlaw biker groups mm-hmm. do it. You know, there's that and there's cancer charities and different kinds of charities that they do. Yeah. A lot of these clubs that aren't even particularly a Christian group are together just for those charities. And so even if they look scary, they're not. They're not going to hurt anybody. Corey, you sound like a person who's living out your faith in the places of life where God has placed you. If somebody was listening and wondering how they could also do something like that, how would you encourage them to do the same, to live out their faith where God has placed them? First thing I would do is get down in prayer Mm -hmm. and take it to God. And say, Lord, I need your help. What do I do? Give me the strength and the courage to do this. Because I know what I want to do, and I know what you desire me to do. Just give me the courage and strength. That's all it takes. And it's not really that hard to live out your faith. Well, Corey, thank you so much for joining us today and for talking with us and sharing your story. It's really interesting to hear all the ways that you are using your gifts to reach out in the communities around you. Thanks for having me. The Bible describes the church as a body, with Christ as the head. Each of us make up different parts of the body. We've got different gifts, different jobs, and are placed among varying communities to reach different people. If everyone was like me, or like you, how many could we reach? But God is so creative in reaching people from all backgrounds, life experiences, and needs. What an inspiring look we had at how God uses people with different passions and different interests to accomplish a common purpose, pointing people to Christ. How might God be calling you to use your passions to reach people with the gospel? That's Action and Ministry. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rachel Legute. Thank you for listening to Action in Ministry. We'd love to hear how you and your church are ministering to your community. To submit ideas for this podcast, visit our website, lhm.org forward slash action and send us an email.